Hello and welcome to another episode of Screen Wars, our thought leader series, where we learn from industry experts about the latest trends and challenges from across the convergent TV space, hosted by Michael Beach. Today, I'm joined by Dallas Lawrence. Uh, Dallas is currently the Chief Strategy Officer at Tele. Uh, he has incredible experience. Um, companies such as Roku and Samba TV and Rubicon Project. Uh, he and I go back to the early 2010s when he was at Burst Marsteller uh, and I was at Target of Victory, um, kind of cross on the, the comms, uh, corporate advocacy space. Uh, you know, today, Tele, I mean, really interesting company. So those of you who don't know, we're going to do a deep dive on the numbers and, and kind of, you know, they're going to market, but kind of the high level, um, they've built a really innovative high-end TV. Uh, so it's, you know, probably one of your nicer 55-inch TV sets. It also has a soundbar, also has a second uh, kind of banner display. Uh, and they're giving it away for free. And a lot of people are like, well, how do you, you know, how do you go to a free TV? Uh, it's an exchange, obviously, for access to be able to run targeted advertising to consumers. Uh, we kind of go through um, their view on doing all this in a privacy compliant way and, and how this is actually you know, a great thing for the consumer. Uh, I'm you know, personally really bullish on this concept and believe that it provides uh, you know, several unlocks for the streaming advertising market moving forward. Um, uh, and I think that they, they're they onto something really big here. Uh, so you know, please enjoy my conversation with Dallas Lawrence. Dallas, welcome to Screen Wars. Great to be here. Well, today I'm excited. We're talking about uh, you know one of the most innovative companies in the convergent TV space. Um, kind of uh, give us the background and the story on, on, on telly. Yeah, you know, it's been exceptionally exciting during the last uh, eight weeks since we've taken the company public. We really have to kind of go back 10 years uh, to understand the the origin story of this company. Our founder, Ilya Posen, uh, was looking out at this kind of the television landscape 10 years ago, and he saw a pretty, uh, a pretty interesting opportunity. He, he saw this ecosystem where consumers were being double dipped on. So a consumer would go and sign up for cable and pay $100 a month and get ads delivered to them, or a consumer would be buying streaming services and uh, still see some ads in some cases. And he thought to himself, you know, there's probably a model where the advertising model alone could pay for the content and consumers wouldn't have to be double dipped on. And this was a pretty kind of, you know, groundbreaking thought process in a time where all anyone was thinking about in that streaming era was subscription, uh, uh, subscription services. They weren't thinking about ad supported streaming. So he created uh, Pluto TV, the first really free ad supported TV ecosystem. Uh, we now know that as FAST. It's kind of become its own acronym. Um, but back in the day, it was, it was a first for its, for its marketplace. Um, and that grew rapidly. 80 million people use Pluto TV today. It's a billion dollar business. Um, you know, you see every other player in the ecosystem from Disney to Netflix racing into the ad supported ecosystem. So that was really the nexus. And that initial thought was, could the content be free? Well, then you fast forward a decade to uh, you know 2021, and as Ilya was looking out the ecosystem, he saw that double dipping happening again. Consumers would go into their favorite store, Target, you know, Costco, Best Buy, and buy a television from any one of the major manufacturers. And the second that consumer took that TV home and plugged it in, that TV manufacturer was double dipping on them, selling all their data and selling ads to them, and no value exchange with the consumer. And he again had that same light bulb would go off and say. I bet there's a way to provide the TV for free as well uh, from an ad-supported model. And thus came the birth of Tele, uh, the first free ad-supported television in the marketplace. Our unique kind of secret sauce, if you've seen the television, there's one sitting behind me there. It's kind of a little off screen. Uh, our unique secret sauce is this dual screen technology where it comes with a beautiful 55-inch 
uh, 4K HD television, uh, a stunning integrated soundbar. You no longer have to buy sound for your house, for your household television, six speaker soundbar. Um, it will blow the roof off your house uh, from an engaging sound perspective. And then the secret sauce is that second screen you see at the bottom there, that second screen that's like a tablet that runs the whole length of the television that really becomes like a home command center for all of your connected experiences. It comes you know, preloaded with news, weather, sports, but you also have the ability to have Zoom. You have the ability with a built-in voice assistant uh, to be able to say, you know, hey, Telly, who's at my front door? And your ring doorbell pops up, your camera. So it really is reimagining that living room experience and, and putting everything in front of the consumer on that biggest screen on the wall. Yeah, so I mean, background, uh, roughly, I think I wrote it correctly, about $1,000 value in the TV, right? Uh, people sign up, um, they get the TV. What's the, what's the trade-off of the consumer? Like, what are they? Yeah, they I think the first do? thing I would say is, yeah, first thing is don't be fooled by free. And what, what I mean by that is free doesn't mean cheap. Uh, this is the most powerful, most advanced television ever built. Uh, for the last 10 years, you've seen TVs really become a commodity. Uh, there has not been much investment. It's really been a race to the bottom uh, as the television unit itself has become a loss leader. So you see the manufacturers cutting every single possible thing they can out of it. The sound system is terrible. They want you to buy an external component uh, or whatever else it might be. We went the exact opposite direction. And we said, let's build the most advanced TV ever built. And let's think of it like a Tesla where uh, it's gonna launch with all these great features, but then every month or so, we're gonna have an over-the-air update, making the TV better, surprising and delighting consumers for the lifetime of that television, which as we know is about five to seven years. So, you know, we're not really focused on building the next model. We're focused on making that TV that's on your wall get better every single month that you have it. And so the value exchange we have with consumers is we say, we're gonna give you this great free TV and it's really free because it's ad supported. And to make those ads really relevant to you, we have a questionnaire that you fill out. It's probably the most transparent data relationship uh, anyone has in the marketplace today, where the consumer answers a series of questions. It takes about six minutes to answer the survey. We ask about your likes. Do you watch sports? What do you like to do? Do you travel? What restaurants do you like to eat at? So we can build a, a, a relevant uh, advertising kind of experience for that consumer. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you happen to answer the survey that you eat out at fast food restaurants more than the average person, you might get an ad on that bottom screen uh, sponsored by Pizza Hut or McDonald's saying, click here for a free Big Mac. Boy, that's the type of ad experience that that household's going to want. They're already going to go there. They're now being incentivized. And oh, by the way, they got a TV for free out of it. And I think, you know, the, the most important thing that we start with is, um, you know, privacy is the single most important thing for a company like us. So it's, it is the most transparent relationship with the consumer. Uh, we call it zero party data in the sense that, you know, you have to choose to share that data with us. If you don't want to choose to share that data, no problem. We don't, we don't have to have a relationship together. Um, so that's the exchange. Um, the other thing that we're also really focused on is how do we drive lifetime value to the consumer? So you'll see us next month launch, launch a rewards program called Tele Rewards where we continue to deliver rewards to that consumer for the lifetime of the television. So they may engage with an ad and get points that they can then use for a free Netflix subscription or to order a free pizza. Um, so that's kind of the goal here going forward. So what, um, is this more of a software play or hardware play? What, how do you look at yourselves? That's a great question. Um, we obviously have an amazing piece of hardware. Uh, but our goal is not to sell you a new one or give you a new one every seven years, every, you know, one to two years. We want this to be the TV on your wall for the next five to seven years. So we really are positioned to think of ourselves as a software and advertising company, really focused on driving the best user experience possible 
uh, for the consumer and also for the advertiser uh, who's ultimately paying for that television and helping to drive uh, lifetime rewards for the consumer. So, you know, we've attracted some of the best people in the entire industry um, here that are building this experience. The, op the operating system of both TVs is a proprietary operating system called TeleOS that allows us to drive an incredibly engaging two screen experience for the consumer. Um, you know, it's something that's never been done before. So you really have to tackle some really unique challenges on how sound works, how the speakers works, uh, how the speaker works, you know, how, how do you use Zoom? Um, you know, people used to do watch parties at their house, but they'd have maybe their laptop in the corner and the TV on. Well, we've solved for that because Zoom is integrated with this television. So you can do a watch party, but you have to tackle things like, you know, very tactical things like how do you tackle echo uh, when you're watching the TV on the screen, but you're also Zooming with your family in the left-hand corner. Um, so it really has been a, it's been incredibly uh, just rewarding to watch the team tread in entirely new ground as they innovate this television. So out of the box, you know, TeleOS, um, am I correct? You're going to ship with a Google dongle. Is that still the case? Yeah. So it's a great, it's a great point. We really um, decided not to get into, um, I know this is called the screen wars. We decided not to get into the streaming wars um, because, you know, we, we don't think consumers need another operating system for their streaming devices. They've kind of selected, you're either an Apple TV house or a Roku house where I used to work or you know, Chrome or an Amazon. Um, so we don't wanna make you make a choice. Um, so the TV comes with three HDMI ports in the back and you are welcome to port in any one of your favorite streaming operating systems. Uh, and the tele system will run it uh, seamlessly. If you want, it comes out of the box uh, with a Google dongle. So if you don't have a streaming operating system of choice already, we give you one, we give you a $25 dongle for free um, that you could plug in and begin using immediately. And the benefit is because it is an Android operating system base, um, you know, the tele remote will control that dongle. Um, so you can have one seamless control, control your whole experience. Interesting. Um, so are you, Obviously, we've got the, the ads on the billboard, but if I'm an advertiser, is there going to be video advertising on the main screen as well? So there's a couple of different ad opportunities that we have. The first, we obviously have the startup ad. As soon as you turn the home screen on, uh, the top screen, uh, we have the opportunity to deliver an ad. That'll primarily be a tune-in ad. It's a, just amazing real estate to drive uh, real-time awareness uh, to an, and to a, a content experience. And because, again, we have an integrated operating system, it can be a one-click tune-in. You can have an ad for watch this and we can deep link it right into launching the, the program. Uh, and then what you have is that bottom screen. Uh, you have your tablet and you have all your widgets and, you know, mine is set up with news, sports and weather. You could, if you're a sports fan, you, at some point in the near future, you'll be able to have your fantasy sports league and maybe your fan dual betting apps. So you can see in real time uh, what you want to do and be able to click to make, you know, real time betting decisions. Um, and then there's one ad unit, the right-hand corner. Um, that one ad unit can be dynamic. It can expand at some point if, 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 if the advertiser wants to. But what's really exciting about that advertising unit is we're able to go beyond the traditional, you know, television medium has always been an awareness driver, that really top of the funnel advertising. And what Tele unlocks is full funnel uh, performance level advertising. You're able to really, for the first time, have a direct performance relationship on the biggest screen in the house. So you can have an ad unit in that bottom right-hand corner for Pizza Hut that says, click here to order a pizza. And you click that and it, you can see Pizza Hut launching an app uh, that lets you order and watch in real time as the pizza comes to your house. Or you can have, as I said, a real-time tune-in advertisement to, to go deep into piece of content. Or if you're watching a show that has you know, a branded uh, a, you know, partnership agreement with Toyota, um, you, know, you could click to, to test drive a Toyota. 
We also have the ability to mirror the two advertising experiences since we have ACR technology, which lets us recognize what's being watched on the top screen. So if you're a national advertiser like Ford uh, and you're running an advertisement for the Super Bowl, uh, we could localize that ad in the bottom right hand corner for, you know, Joe's Ford dealership in your community to schedule a test drive. So really advertising response to this has been overwhelming. They're incredibly excited about what we're unlocking in the living room for the first time. That's amazing. Uh, how many people have signed up so far? So uh, we haven't announced numbers past our first week because that blew away expectations. Uh, but we had over a quarter million people sign up in the first week. We had about a sign up a second uh, as we launched this. Um, Signups have continued. Uh, we've had a very robust, uh, all organic, not a single dollar in advertising spent. Um, you know, nothing beats the price point of free. Um, and when you when you marry that with incredible quality, um, the response has been overwhelming. So I think, you know, I, get, I said our goal is to reach um, ship half a million uh, this year. We will have no problem surpassing that demand expectation. My guess is very soon um, and um, do a couple million after that in 2024. Wow. Uh, when did TV start shipping? So TVs, I think at the time of this airing, TVs will be in market. Uh, TVs start shipping the second week in July uh, to our consumers. So, uh, you know, it'll be really exciting to have those in market. Uh, we've been in private beta in several hundred homes for the last couple of months. The response has been fantastic. Uh, people are watching the TV significantly. They're doing in a lot of times what I'm doing right now where I have my TV off, but I'm keeping my second screen on because I want the smart hub. I want my new sports weather stock ticker on there. Again, that creates elongated opportunities for advertising engagement in the biggest screen in the house. Um, so it's 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 been really really exciting response. Uh, and how obviously if you're going to do half a million TVs, um, pretty big capital expenditure upfront. You know how are you funding this? The good news is that response has been overwhelming from all quarters, uh, including uh, the investment sector. So we we're oversubscribed on our seed round. We are well capitalized for what we're delivering uh, right now. Um, very excited about that. We have some great partners in the market, um, investors who have really leaned in. I think you know one's probably well known to your audience, uh, Rich Greenfield uh, of Lightshed Ventures, led our last round, co-led our last round. Uh, Rich is very bullish on how we're disrupting the living room in a very positive way uh, for for advertisers and for the consumer. And I think, you know, when you think about, you know, how do you use a great question? How, how, do, how do the economics here work? And what you have to step back and recognize is that we're not playing in the $70 billion U.S. television advertising market. We're paying we're playing really in the 300 to 400 million dollar billion dollar overall U.S. advertising market. And that's because of what we talked about earlier, that ability to tap into programmatic uh, um, you know, performance level ads that primarily have lived in search and social and mobile. All of those dollars can play now on the biggest screen in the living room. Uh, so I think, you know, we're going to see a fairly robust, um, you know, payback cycle for the television. Yeah, it's interesting. So what, um, I, I think the details like deep linking, um, obviously having the, the second screen come up, because I know, you know, back to your time at Roku, obviously they were going, you know, shoppable ads and things like that. But it seems like having control of the entire hardware here, you could probably get much closer to making that a reality, right? Am I correct on that? 100%. We are having fascinating conversations with folks about shoppable ads. Um, you know, there are some really unique things you can do. The television comes with a built-in camera. Uh, that's largely for Zoom and for other features. Like we have motion tracking fitness built in. So if you think about uh, the mirror systems that, you know, you pay $800 for a mirror, those mirror systems that are really just a screen and a camera, we give that to you for free. Uh, we have motion tracking video games. We give that to you for free. 
Uh, but if you think about some of these shoppable ads, um, the ability to have um, to maybe try on an outfit in a living room uh, with the AI technology will let you see it on yourself before you purchase um, is pretty cool. Uh, so we're pretty excited about that. And, you know, I, I'll, I'll raise it because whenever, whenever folks hear about cameras, they always ask about privacy. So we always like to just, you know, go back to our starting point that, you know, privacy and, and consumer control is our number one priority. Um, this is probably the only device in your household that has a camera. Uh, that comes with a built-in shutter, a physical shutter. So we ship the TV with a camera with a shutter. The shutter is closed. Uh, the consumer has to take a physical action uh, to actually tell the TV to open the shutter if they want to launch Zoom or whatever app there might be. Uh, so they still keep in total control of their uh, experience. Is there anybody else out in the market doing this? No, um, that's, that's the exciting thing. So, I mean, I think... It really took the vision that Ilya had, you know, going back a decade, recognizing that the power of the ad supported ecosystem in the United States in particular, uh, and globally in some other markets is so big. If it can pay for your content, it can very likely pay for the, 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 the hardware as well. Um, and to be able to pull that all together, um, you know, as we've done, has been really exciting to see. Excellent. Well, this has been a pretty amazing. Um, how, I mean, where do you see, and this is, I ask this question usually with companies that have been around for a while, but uh, where do you see Tele in five years? Yeah, you know, I, I think the sky's the limit. I think what we're seeing is uh, two really interesting um, kind of things coalesce. One, we're seeing that um, consumers are overwhelmingly excited about a free television. And it's not uh, certain subsets of, of, of the demographic population, uh, income or whatever. You know, what we saw from the initial signups, the quarter million that signed up in the first week, uh, is that they over-index the national average on income, they over-index the national average on education, and two-thirds of them were Gen Z and millennials. Uh, these are generations that are naturally dual screeners. They sit in front of their TV with their phone in their hand or with their tablet doing multiple tasks at once, and the ability to put those down and have everything on that beautiful second screen sitting right there at your command is really appealing to them. Uh, so so that's exciting. What's What goes right along with that is that's the exact same demographic that advertisers are having a heck of a time reaching today, Gen Z and millennials, uh, because they've unplugged, they've cut the cord, they're, they're not watching ad-supported content. Um, so we're seeing this conflux of, of the biggest advertisers, the biggest agencies in the world lean in really heavily around this excitement. So I think, I think what you're gonna see quite honestly in the not too distant future is that just as Ilya and team at Pluto really revolutionized streaming and introduced fast, which has now become the, the fastest growing form of streaming, I think we're not too far away before, uh, for where you know, telly really becomes the, the staple in the household, where you have the telly, it's your command center. Much like the iPhone eliminated an entire class of devices, you know, we used to have in our homes, if you walked into a Best Buy, you used to have the whole aisle of digital cameras and the aisle of Garmin GPS devices and all these other components. Those all have been wiped away largely by the iPhone that now has put all those into one device. We're going to see the same thing happen with Tele. We're going to see it really eliminate entire classes of devices. So you're no longer going to need a speaker. You're not going to need a voice assistant in your household anymore because it comes with, hey, Tele built in. You're not going to need, you know, that extra camera we used to have for your, for your Zoom. Um, you're not going to need your motion tracking fitness device it used to have. So we really see this becoming a really profound utility in the household uh, that gets better every month. Um, and that also has that ongoing reward system built in. And, and again, I think it's, um, the sky's the limit. Excellent. I'll get you out of here on, uh, just one more question. If you they probably need to take a step back to your, uh, deep experience in the industry, but 
Uh, if you could wave a magic wand and change one thing about the kind of TV video space today, what would it be and why? Oh, that's a great question. Um, look, I think the one thing I would change, having spent an awful lot of time in the data space, is I think consumers should have a, a, a should have more control over how their data is utilized, and they should be they should be compensated for it. Uh, across every ecosystem uh, today, consumers are having their data taken, monetized, uh, packaged, uh, and resold over and over again, and they're not sharing an all in that value exchange anywhere except for with Telly. Uh, and I think that really should become the model. I think you know I, I hope that what we're also changing with Telly is not just the television model, but how we think about consumers' data. Give them control. Uh, I mean, the power of zero-party data, we don't have to go scrape any third-party data together on our users as everyone else does once they plug in a television. Uh, you've shared with us what you're comfortable sharing, and that's all we need to deliver a free television to your house and an incredible advertising experience. Um, so I hope folks will go to freetelly.com uh, and sign up for their TV and check it out. Uh, but that's what I hope changes uh, if I had that magic wand. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I know you and I are both believers in kind of targeted advertising and the, um, you know, the impact it now, but you can't do that if the the consumer, uh, you're violating the privacy or they don't feel comfortable because they're, I mean, they're in control. So I think I couldn't agree with you more. 100%. Excellent. Dallas. So I know our community is going to love this talk. Uh, you said freetelly.com anywhere else, uh, we can find you. Uh, right now it's freetelly.com. Uh, we're also doing, you know, I think we'll, the telly makes a phenomenal bundle deal. So uh, DirecTV has already launched a bundle agreement. So you can go to DirecTV if you sign up for DirecTV Stream. Uh, they will put you to the front of the line for a telly. Um, and we'll have other bundling opportunities coming online. But right now, um, just simply go to freetelly.com, sign up, uh, get on the list, and we'll hopefully get you one here in the next couple of months. Love it. Well, I'm grateful for your time. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Screen Wars. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. You can find out more about Cross Screen Media at crossscreenmedia.com. Please don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter, State of the Screens. You can find us on social media at Cross Screen Media. Join us next time for more insights and analysis straight from the experts.